did this ourselves. They're coming. It can't be. Where is everyone? Alright, sound check. One, two, three, four. This is the false prophet. I'm eating an ice cream cone. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, fantastic is now fantastic. Okay. I don't know if you knew this. I, I haven't heard this yet. <laughs> He's just gonna pronounce fantastic. It. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Just okay. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the T. Yeah. Second syllable's ass. Fan. Fant. So there's still a T. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But instead of like fantastic, it's fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can hear myself in there. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> what kind of reprobate have I become? This is really cool because you'll you're gonna bookend the freaking event, man. Yeah, this will be fun. Yeah. Okay. Also, I got ice cream. I'm so happy right now. Oh yeah. You didn't know I kept <laughs> ice cream in here, did you? No, you're not gonna get rid of me now. <laughs> just like every day, just like make shit. You know, you know what? I'm gonna join you because I haven't had one in a mm-hmm. couple days. No. I didn't even have one yesterday because I I was giving everybody um, ice cream sandwiches. And I didn't want to bring out the cones because I only had a handful of cones left. Mm-hmm. So I had plenty of ice cream sandwiches, but the cones are obviously like superior. Yeah. All right. So you guys have heard me talk about cones on the show before, and they came to full fruition this year. But there it is. Cheers uh, with our cones. Cheer, Try not to cone break cheers. off your, uh, <laughs> your your nuts there. <laughs> Don't break off my nuts. Um, so fun fun fact about this episode is we're literally watching Wasteland get torn down around us. I, I just watched Mickey Bang Bang of the Skullduggers pull out behind you. He's, he's off, into the dis- off into the dust. Yeah. Guys, uh, first off, let me start the show. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Makeshift. You're listening to the Apocalypse Post. I lost my voice this weekend, and it's glorious. I finally have the Dave Dufour, Baron, Mickey Bang Bang, Tim Cottage, <laughs> post Wasteland Voice. It took me 10 years to get here, but here I am. And uh, guys, welcome to the show. Um, so I've got Tim Cottage sitting with me right now. Tim Cottage of Attack, AKA the False Prophet. I, th- I thought you'd be sick of me by now, but here I am. Yeah, here you are. <laughs> well, I was just thinking like, it was so great that we were both hanging out. We're actually gonna shoot um, a music video for Tim um, that we plan to do right after Wasteland stopped. Mm-hmm. So. He's still here. I'm still here. We're both trying to avoid helping, <laughs> helping the teardown. And so, oh, oh, speaking of, let me turn my radio off. Oh, good idea. So we're just um, hanging out in my RV. It's got a big picture window that actually overlooks the sign, um, and where the slammer was, and uh, a lot of tribes um, over uh, my left shoulder. Bits of the slammer are still there. Yep. I see they uh, they locked Aaliyah's cart in it again as soon as she turned her back. <laughs> The pranks, the shenanigans were off the wall this year. They were fantastic. Yeah. Um, nonstop. Um, saw the helicopter making its round again, of course. Yeah. Um, oh my God, I'm still recovering. I'm sorry. I'm I know, still- same. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we need to talk about a few of these stories because so much happened, but they're all, I mean, they're, they all want to come out yeah. at one right now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, let's start with the helicopter. We stole the helicopter. Where'd you the, take it? The Dukes of the Nuke got hired as mercs to steal the helicopter for someone else. Okay. They had us bring it over to Rust Devils right across the street, so mm-hmm. not bad. Um, but when we got there, 
the rust devils wouldn't pay up so we just took it ourselves we left we left our hired you know the, the person who hired us high and dry and we walked it all the way down to the black crows sorry about the flies they've been coming in here no, you're this fine. whole time mine's been the same my, my trailer is the same i don't we had know flies how. this year yeah it was weird yeah. We'll, we'll get some once in a while on build crew and stuff because we have like a lot of food a lot of like you know beverages and stuff right over there you end up with puddles of water in the kitchen or whatever mm -hmm. like we'll get flies once in a while but this year it was weird there were a lot of flies i kept leaving my door open thinking they'd go out more came in oh yeah yeah it's crazy yeah so we brought it over to black crows and we had the bounty poster all right so there was actually a bounty on the helicopter oh my god i love it except we didn't read it because none of us are the smartest duke <laughs> um and we got it there we hand out our bounty and they're like um so this was supposed to go to somewhere else first and then back here or something something like that okay. it was it was a cool little mission um so then he didn't want to pay up the bounty so we brought it back to our camp wait did this happen in order i forget at some point it was in our courtyard we had a courtyard because we did the uso mm -hmm, show mm -hmm. so it was sitting there and we, we like boxed it in we put a big stop sign in front of it and then mongo and bacon walked over to rust devils to go and talk about hey we just stole the helicopter and while they were over there um me and Hardass, another duke mm -hmm. were kind of like watching and just reveling this group of like 12 people came over and picked up the helicopter and so Hardass jumps and he's like no mongo bacon come back they're mm -hmm. taking it <laughs> and, and he's like he's holding the nose of the helicopter while people are pushing it back i went over and helped him but it, but then another like 10 people came over and they were stealing so now it's 20 against two mm -hmm. we're like fuck it you guys win and then take it and mongo walks back over he didn't even know anything had happened he was like what happened <laughs> <laughs> oh it was so fun it was so fun mm. yeah we um i didn't have any helicopter stories this year but in 2019 you know uh rachel's my right hand man on build crew and yeah we still carry radios during the event especially because being a main street tribe at wasteland um, we see a lot of foot traffic. We see a lot of people coming and going. We see a lot of problems too. So we have an instant, uh, radio for security. Yeah. And we call security and medical, you know, at least once or twice a night. And usually it's just to be safe. Very rarely has it ever been like emergency. Right. right? But we hear on the radios, um, that the car cruise in 2019, if I remember correctly, was a little weird. Um, mm. they took a different route. You and, never know where it's going to go. Yeah, exactly. And um, we heard a call on the radio uh, where uh, staff was wondering, where's the hell, the helicopter? Because <laughs> they saw it was being carried around. And they're like, can we just keep them out of the way? Like, can can they stop stealing it for 10 minutes while we get, you know, 400 vehicles through? Right. So we go, okay, cool. And somebody else in my tribe comes up and goes, oh, Prophet, right after this radio call, I have a gift for you. <laughs> I look at Rachel and Rachel's just... Because this, this this one of our campmates kept saying, we're going to bring you the helicopter. And I'm like, I don't need the helicopter. I'm okay. Really, I'm fine. So finally, it's, oh, my prophet, we've brought you a gift. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And Rachel's got that look on her face. She's just going to start stabbing people. <laughs> and uh, and then around the corner comes the helicopter being carried by like oh 10 people God. and our newest recruit on top of it. And she's got her hands up in the air as wild card. And she goes, oh, false prophet, I bring you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Rachel and she still has that look. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, fuck it. Woo, I got a helicopter. 
That's so great. Yeah, it was good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the helicopter, I don't think it stood still for more than a minute, except mm -mm. when the Skullduggers had it, they actually lifted up the uh, Mushroom Cloud Lounge and they brought it in to the structure. I got a picture of and that. And they had it there overnight. It in the Mushroom Cloud oh, Lounge, yeah. yeah. That was actually, um, so you know I do the three hours on in Wasteland? videos yeah. where yeah, I just yeah. do long rolls. Mm -hmm. One of them is inside watching the helicopter and like people painting it and stuff. Good, good, yeah. I remember just waltzing into the Mushroom Cloud Lounge at some point during the event and there's a helicopter in the middle of the Mushroom Cloud Lounge. <laughs> it looks impossible. Like, to yeah, get it was like, there. how did they get that in here? Well done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, that was in play the whole week. We um, So we did our we did our relic. Well, not our relic. It was the White Crows relic mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, from the former White Crows. They don't come to Wasteland anymore. Well, some of them do, just not as the White Crows. Mm. But we hung it up in our camp. And uh, a lot of relics are just like hanging around camp and they're just marked. And you can kind of just steal them when no one's looking. But I wanted to do a little bit different. So I, I double chained the thing mm -hmm. and we put a lock on it. Except the lock is a, is a picking training lock. It's transparent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so we sent them on a mission. Um, when you are looking at the relic, if you looked around our mod station, which is where people come and like paint their guns and rust it up, there's sandpaper, there's markers, there's a bunch of weird bits. So you can like mod it like Fallout. If you looked at one of the drawers, it actually had the relic symbol on it. Open it up, there was a clue. It said something like, if you lose the key, Seed Lady at DXC signed Grim. And so, what? You lost the key? All right, so now you walk over. It's right next door. You go to Lady at DXC and she tells you, uh, something to the effect of, um, yeah, I know who can make you a key. No, I know who can make you lock picks and teach you how to pick locks. Go find the fixer. Fixer's another big name here at Wasteland. And he's, again, right around the corner. So not a whole lot of walking, just a couple, yeah, couple right stops. So, yeah, people were getting over to fixer. He would make them lock picks on the spot and teach them how to pick a lock. Although he said a couple people forgot to ask how do I pick locks? They took the picks and came back. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the fixer. If you don't ask me, I'm not going to tell you, which yeah. is so wasteland. Yeah. yeah. And so people came back and um, they were trying to pick the locks. We were having a ball as the Dukes, like watching people try to pick it. Yeah. And you know, every now and then we would be like, Hey, you're caught. You got to stop and come back. But most of the time we went over and be like, Hey, how's it going? Do you need any help? <laughs> <laughs> and so I went over one time and uh, this group from Canada who I had kind of let them know that the relics were in play. Um, they had gone through the mission, they had their lock picks and they were trying. And I got there just in time for one of the guys to throw down the picks and say, these aren't working, I need new ones. And so I picked them up. I said, no, the picks are good. And I picked the lock in like 10 seconds because yep. I got kind of good at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I threw them back at the table. I said, the tools are fine. And I walked away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But within 30 seconds, he had it again, and they were off to go find someone to, to uh, bounty it off to. Good, good. It's fantastic. Yeah, like your guys' White Crow um, side quest, you know, your 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 your, your relic, your stealable relic. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know you know this very well, but uh, be, became an intimate problem for my camp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have uh, Sir Buttercup, he's a knight of Undertown, and he uh, he got so frustrated trying to pick that lock. I know it. That he just unscrewed it and brought it back to camp. <laughs> and he didn't tell us that part. He was just like, "Look, I got it." And we were like, "Well, fucking done, man. Good job." He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hang it up somewhere." Well, and then that somewhere was by his tent, in, like our backstage area, out of play. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, that's that's kind of weird." Like, and I, I didn't know all the rules. I didn't know. I, I didn't know anything about the game. I just knew oh, that yeah. this item was stealable. Uh -huh. The end. I, I didn't know any right. of the rules. 
So the next morning, who walks into my camp but the beautiful, talented Mike Darling? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and, and you're like, hey, your guy took our bird. We're like, yeah, he did. And you're like, no, no, no. No, he broke it. <laughs> he unscrewed the whole platform and ran away. He cheated. We were like, bro. And like he Im- immediately was like, kid, hand still the oh, cookie jar. It was just like, I'm so sorry. Like, you can't cheat, Buttercup. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, I was like, I want you to come back and do it. Yeah. And I, we gave him a couple clues, right? Did, yeah, you, yeah, did yeah. you look in the drawer? Yeah, did and you so look in the drawer? Did he you did do go this? through the mission. Yeah. And he was about to come back when someone else stole it right in front of him. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he said he had a ton of fun. And I was like, we're going to do Here's the thing. From this day forth, the Dukes of Nuke will always have a lockpick mission. Yeah. And we will teach you how to pick that lock. Yeah. Because it's a skill everyone should know. Yeah, it's fun. Not everyone. Most people should <laughs> But know. most people yeah, should yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. If, not, if only to know that just putting a lock on something does not make it locked. Yeah. Right. But it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I totally encouraged him to come back. I saw him in the tabernacle, which I want to ask you about yes. in a minute. But I saw him in the tabernacle. He said he had a ball, yeah. even though I kind of broke his spirit for a day. Yeah, that's okay. Um, he said he had so much fun and he cannot wait to come back and do it right. Yeah, exactly. And um, we he even went over there for another attempt before it got stolen. Mm-hmm. He got his lockpicks. He got the whole thing and he sat there. And like he walked away and about five seconds went by the rest of my camp. We all looked at each other we're like, are we going to go heckle him? Yeah, we're going to go heckle him. <laughs> So, you know, we gave him a 10 second head start and then we all got around him in a big circle and we're like, we're like, what's wrong? You having problems getting it in there? <laughs> well, it's very delicate. Did you buy a dinner first? We were, like, we were just being gross and, making, yeah. you know, giving him a hard time. And- yeah. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people were into it. Yeah. Um, I believe that Grotch from the COC, the Cult of Cat Yes, meet, yes. Um, she was the last one to break it. Okay, and good. It was great because it was during our USO show, which was a perfect distraction. Yeah. Maybe on purpose. I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, all the Dukes are just right next to camp, not in camp. Not and paying a, attention. And a bunch of people were there. And she had first crack at it. And so she got it out and she booked it down main street with a bunch of people behind her like she had to go and yeah she made it over to cockpit i think yeah where um where she bountied it good but, but i think she's taking it home and she said what do i do with it now i was like you keep it and you yeah. bring it next time and put it back in play yeah that's what that's what the relics are all about yeah especially from a defunct tribe yeah it has like, to keep going yeah i yeah, mean yeah. they put a lot of heart and soul into making that crow yeah. we're just keeping it alive if yeah. only to mock them yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Keep poking fun at them. So the tabernacle was beautiful. Thank you. It was a, a rousing success. Um, we it, it took a lot more time to get it set up and going than I think we initially thought. Just yeah. you know, it's, it's a new. You know, it was only a ten by twenty room. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, we had the faux brick panels. We had stained glass windows. We that had, was beautiful. You know, we had the, the the hanging goddess. We called her Our Lady Osmium. <laughs> this is the heaviest metal. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Heaviest metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And uh, and then we did a. Uh, um, you know, we built the bar. We got all the decorations. Had to get the lighting just right. We spent a lot of time dialing things in. Yeah. And then we did a soft opening before the attack show on Friday night. Oh, cool. And we're really, we just, uh, we opened up the doors and let people come in if they have passes. Uh-huh. And the, with the night before, we had started handing out passes. So we brought a hundred. And by the way, the pendant was beautiful. Thank you. Those were hand painted <laughs> or something, right? Uh, no, so they, it was um, uh, enamel pendants. They're keychains. Yeah. So we had enamel keychains made. And then uh, oh, took, that's right. we took the logo, you know, the enamel keychain part off of the ring mm-hmm. and put mm-hmm. it onto a, a, a small little, like, uh, mini rosary so uh that was the pass to get in it was and, beautiful um, thank you and everybody loved it we started handing them out on thursday night within an hour they were gone wow yeah like the, it went quick and it was a lot of first years i was yeah. so excited because these people would just wander in they'd see a crowd and we're blessing people and <laughs> 
So to get the tabernacle pass, uh, they, you know, usually come to me or they'd hit somebody else in the camp first and be like, what is this? And we're like, oh, well, you know, we're a church, you know, we are the attack squad. We are, you know, the, the church of the false prophet and the, the crimson king and give them the whole spiel. And also our band is playing on Friday night. Please come watch us play. And they're like, well, how do we get into there? We're like, well, that's the tabernacle and you can't get in unless you're a member. So of course all these first years are like, I, I want to be a member. How do I, how do I do this? We're like, perfect. Go talk to Tim. So they'd come over and be like, are you the false prophet? I'm like, I am, but I can see looking at you that you could expand your knowledge. <laughs> nice. Go to Sister Tyranny and she will help you. <laughs> and Tyranny is one of our gals that had a whole bunch of homework to do. I don't know what she was having them read, but it started out with read 10 pages and summarize it and tell me what it's about. And it was literally oh her homework. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, but we were trying to do it a lot more rapid. So it came down to read these two paragraphs and summarize it for me. And we'll talk about it. Right. Oh, and then um, they'd come back to me and I go, you've expanded upon your knowledge. And you know, the false prophet notices that, but we need to test your knowledge. So go over to sister breach. And, and uh, my partner Breach, she was her and Wildcard were doing <laughs> biblical trivia, <laughs> and it was you know how many times did uh, 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 what's his name walk around the city before it fell? Oh yeah, uh, and it was seven. So you know, so it started out with just like little bits here and there, and like once it got towards the end of like five or six like hard questions, you know, and when the angels fell in love with with uh, uh, humans, they you know they would create an offspring. What was the name of that offspring? Stuff like that, cool. and, and like you know eventually it was what's the difference between a cross and a crucifix <laughs> right because like some people were just like what the fuck are you talking oh, yeah, about just keep bringing them down yeah so then i'd say like you know you know you've expanded on your knowledge and you've been tested but i can still see your soul is unclean <laughs> go see brother ted to confess your sins nice. so they go to brother ted and ted's just like what do you want and i was like i'm here to confess my sins he's like just tell me your worst one so they'd have to just like pick one and oh, every damn. time he would respond eh, mediocre nice and then he'd say go to sister Kara <laughs> and tell her your desires so oh. we're sending them on this whole ring through the camp and like honestly it great. takes like 10 minutes to do the whole round you know it's not okay long. yeah that's great because it's not like a wasteland wide thing it's correct really it's all right it's all right in the same building yeah and um and then a, a buttercup was blessing people with BBR <laughs> and then they would come to me and say I think I'm ready and I go yeah you're ready um Sometimes, you know, it would work out to where, you know, they'd only see one or two of them as, as people are rotating. Okay, yeah. Or they'd get stuck with a Bible study of having to read Tyranny's homework for 15 minutes. And then I'd be like, okay, you're good. You don't have to do the other things. Yeah. And I would say, okay, here's your pass. Uh, but for, uh, you can't use it until you're a full-fledged member. And you're not a full-fledged member until you've done communion. So you must consume the body and blood of the false prophet. Yeah. It was reduced fat Cheez-Its and hot Jägermeister. <laughs> and they're like, this is what you're made of? Gross. I'm like, yeah, don't meet your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> also, are you a doctor? I need help. <laughs> That's so great. So all these first years got this super great experience. They get their little pass. And then Friday we did the soft opening and it flopped. Oh, wow. Nobody showed up. And like we told people, when it gets dark on Friday, come by. Yeah. And nobody. Yeah. Nothing. We're like, oh, no. We spent all this time building this thing and nobody's here and we handed out oh, all yeah. these passes and we're like, okay, well, that's okay. And a couple of people had come by and didn't have passes and we didn't want to be exclusionary. So we were like, you can bribe the doorman to get in. Oh, totally. And then they would and we'd make a big deal about it and it's just like me sitting behind the bar <laughs> with like, my, you know, I got like a clove cigarette or something and like oh, a yeah. gin and tonic and I'm just like, welcome to the tabernacle. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck did I just barter to get into? This sucks. <laughs> So, um, 
when it came time for load up for the for the band, we the hard close, just yeah. you know, close the curtains, put the blockade up. We went, played the show. Show went fantastic. It was insane. Oh, thank you so much. You guys was, were so good. Man, we um I'm definitely sidetracking for this. Um every show there's gonna be little issues that only we notice. Of course. And um there's there's just always little hiccups, things you can or can't control or yeah. you know, you know, and sometimes it's things that doesn't matter how much you practice, like, you know, these little fuck ups are gonna happen. Yeah. That show was so solid on our end. We were so happy with awesome. it. Awesome. And we had one encore left, and it was and uh, it was gonna be "Fuck You" because uh-huh. it's a song that everybody demands that we play. But um, the other guys in the band haven't been playing it as long as I have. But I've been playing that cover for twelve or thirteen years right. now. I'm done. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so we we spent a lot of time practicing it and trying to get this. And it just it doesn't sound as good as the rest of the set. Got it. Um, it's a, a big crowd participation song. Uh-huh. <clears throat> But at that point, we had already played well over our allotted set time. Oh, gotcha. It went by so fast. It was so quick, yeah. And every time I turned around, uh, because in the show, I turn around a lot and flirt with my drummer, Danny. I'm always turning around and giving him love eyes and winking at him, blowing him kisses. (laughs) He deserves every bit of it. Oh, my God. He holds this band together. (laughs) And uh, every time I turn around and look at him, Jason Charles Miller was back there. Oh, yeah. And we we had a good chat beforehand. And um, I could tell he was ready to play. (laughs) We we had already gone over uh, Ravage. They were the... uh, 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 performer coordinator right. stage managing right. this year um, they did a fantastic job and I know that they had told everybody who needed to know that you know attack's gonna go over they always go over a little bit yeah um, but like Jason Charles Miller we like him we didn't want to piss him off any more than we probably already had totally. <laughs> so I was just like you know what we get to the end of the set we get to the end of what a lovely day and it's the big outro and we're yep. smashing on that yep. last note and the fire cannons are going crazy and everyone's losing their mind and I thought if we play fuck you that's gonna ruin this whole set <laughs> It was it was a great closer. Yeah. So and at that point, that's why I said you know the last thing I said was thank you for having us. That was our last song. We will not be playing an encore. They've already let us play way longer than they should have, and it was true. We went yeah. about 15, 20 minutes over what the other bands did. Got it. Got so it. we were just like, let's just get out of here. Uh, we'll save it for next year because next year is our ten year anniversary on that stage. That's right. And we we will play it next year. Awesome. So, but not this year. Let me tell you, I saw a, a few Dukes with the Nuke in the mosh pit. Yeah. And uh, I was like. I, I can't not. So yeah. Even with my camera in hand, I, I went to the mosh you. pit. It was so much fun. I was actually just looking at the footage earlier. Guys, I'm, on the YouTube, I'm going to drop the footage in because I'm not not going to drop this footage in. Uh, just watch as you listen. But I, I got in there. I You can kind of see me like hit this guy, hit that guy. Um, and then the camera flips over because it's on the gimbal. Oh, no. And it does the rest of the time upside down and it still looks magical. Yes, It's good. so cool. Good. And, and uh, I got told by a couple of the other people like all the moshers were being super polite and like giving you a little bit of space. And I was kind of like i didn't want the space but that's but also, kind of amazing yeah that's, like where else would that happen yeah i don't i don't know where mosh pit etiquette started we'll have we might have to do a separate podcast on yeah. that because you know there's always the somebody falls you always stop you mm-hmm. pick them up you don't step on anybody right, and right you know if somebody looks like they're not having a bad time you get them out of there yeah, yeah it's yeah. yeah mosh pit etiquette's so fun yeah it is fun and when you're in a good mosh pit like you're not going to get hurt yeah unless you you know trip or just accidental yeah. Um, I've been at some shows where people are like swinging their freaking arms around, oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. beer in one hand, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get the bullet drink. But you drunk. don't see that here. Yeah, like everyone's just really here to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I was just watching a Skullduggar trailer slowly <laughs> pull off into the sunset behind you. We're, yeah. We are in the middle of teardown. Yeah, middle of teardown. Uh, the dust has been flying. It's actually calming down a little bit right now, which is great. Because um, yeah, moving things around when the dust is in the air is kind of rough. Oh, it's the worst. 
Oh, um, man. But yeah, so to kind of get back on track. Yeah. We get off stage. We get everything offloaded. I get back to camp, and the tabernacle is packed wall to yes. wall, front to back. It's just full of people. Uh, the Baron was bartending for me. Awesome. And uh, my partner, Breach, was also kind of back there a little bit helping. Uh-huh. And uh, Ethan Redclaw of the Mighty Tribe Skullduggar was running Scrum, which is uh-huh. sausage gambling. <laughs> and it's always first years that walk up to Ethan sitting there with a bowl of dice and a bunch of sausages. And like, what are you doing? He's like, you want some sausage? You got to gamble for it. Awesome. <laughs> so then there's Coyote Canyon dollars flying in the bar and they're, they're rolling dice and everyone's eating sausages. <laughs> the Baron wanted some kind of costume to wear for the evening and he had made one but it turns out it was way too hot in there it's okay you know it's a giant box yeah so he uh he had asked rachel for uh an attack t-shirt and uh she runs our merch every year and at the end at the end of wasteland all of my merch is in order according to size she has a log of how much she's sold it's just it's the best oh she's so good at it too and we've had a t-shirt floating around our merch box for probably five or six years. Uh-huh. And it's one of the original shirts that we made with plastic stencils that we sprayed, sprayed blue oh, chunk. Oh, like the homemade ones. The homemade merch, yeah. like attack shirts we used to sell. Um, so those ones, though, this one in particular, it's got some bad overspray. Um, I don't know if the stencil was too far or if I put so oh, much okay. bleach on it. You can't really see what it says. Uh-huh. Uh, it's an old font that we only used for one batch of shirts, and I hate it. <laughs> um and this shirt, or this shirt's just been floating around. So she goes, "Well, Baron, I have this, but it's a large." And you know, the Baron's a big guy. So the Baron slams it on, and then took takes a knife to it, and he immediately cuts it into a crop top. Oh, I saw him! I saw yeah. him in that. <laughs> so there's Baron barting it in a crop top, and Ethan's rolling dice, and they're slamming sausages all over the place, and there's drinks being poured, and it was just, it was packed. It was so much fun. Everybody had a great time. That's amazing. Yeah. So the the tabernacle is a rousing success. Uh-huh. I think it's just gonna have to be a late night opening kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we did open it again Saturday night, not as a bar, not staffed. We just pulled the curtains back, left it as an open place for That's people great. to come and hang out if they That's want great. to. And uh, I was this close to bed. I'm like uh, a quarter inch to bed, and I'm I'm sitting there in the tabernacle, going like, "Man, it's Saturday. I'm exhausted. It's uh, it's been a rough. It was a rough build season." Um, Kat and I ended up working a whole bunch after the event started. We set up the memorial real late, and uh, by the time it was time to wasteland it was friday uh-huh. got to do the band stuff and then run the tabernacle oh, yeah. and so it's saturday i was exhausted all day and it's it's only like 11 o'clock and i'm like i'm ready i'm ready for bed and i'm like okay well maybe i'll just go to bed and you know whatever yeah and uh this this couple comes in uh squirler and scoops i believe scoops is a first year this was squirler's fourth year mm-hmm. and um i they were from the uranium arcade sweet and uh they have an entire entourage with them, and they were they they come just bolstered through the front entrance of our church. And they go, "Is this a church?" Go, yes, it is. Go, Who are you? I am the false prophet. Who are you? They go, "We're Squirrler and and Scoops." I go, okay. They go, "Can we get married here?" I go, "Like like right now?" They go, "Yeah." And I go, hang on, like legally or just wasteland married? Because I can do both. Yeah. And they go, what? I go, yeah, I'm an ordained minister. Let's do this. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we're doing it here. What the fuck? Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So, <laughs> so they go, where can we do it? And I go, well, it's uh, it's up to you. Uh, this is our general uh, welcome area. There's a couple of pews in this corner here. Right. The throne room behind me is very oh, well hold lit. Up. Hold on. And uh, over here is the tabernacle. Uh, and they were just like, that one, the tabernacle. Like, they didn't even yes, look at it. They just heard yes. the way I pointed and swooped my arm. 
So I took him inside and I'm going like, okay, I just need like five minutes to get ready for this and pull something out of my ass. Uh So they all pile into the tabernacle. I'm digging underneath and I look in my box and we had two passes to the tabernacle left. And I go, this is perfect. I go, give me your cups, get your cups down. And pretty soon it's a packed tabernacle on a Saturday night and they've all got their cell phones out and they're all recording and they're all filming. And I go, hang on, I got to get my damn costume on. (laughs) Right. So I go, I put my vest, I put my red glasses on and I go, okay, get my Bible out and and uh, you've seen my Bible with the hidden compartment on the inside. Yeah. I keep my coins in it and stuff. Yes. And I go, okay, okay, here we go. So I get all set up and I'm just like, okay, I'm sorry, remind me your names again. <laughs> <laughs> so I get their names and I go, okay, got to try to remember this. And I go, well, before I can marry oh. you, do you need to take that? Uh, probably. Yeah, do it. Hey, hold that. Dude, hold yeah, that story absolutely. right there. We're going to go to break. I'm going to answer this phone call. Yeah. And uh, here's a couple commercials and we'll be right back. If you're looking to get hitched in the wasteland, come on down to Attack Squad in Undertown. We've got the tabernacle. We are a cult, so you will have to join the cult before I'll let you get married in, in our church. But, uh, is it a church? It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of a church. Right? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a burned out church, and we took over, and now we're doing weddings. <laughs> uh, you can get married in the tabernacle, uh, with, which is a bar, which is good for weddings, right? Uh, or you can get married in the throne room. Well, there is a throne. Don't sit on it too hard. It's kind of getting old and tired these days. Uh, there are select seating of pews for people to attend weddings. We do weddings. Uh, we'll do bar mitzvahs. <laughs> we'll do... Uh, we'll do... Uh, Book the tabernacle for your next event. Yeah. Cor- corporate or otherwise. Yeah. Cor- <laughs> yeah. Book the tabernacle for your next event. Corporate, religious, otherwise brisk. It doesn't matter. Like We'll, we'll take care of it all. Nude parties. Nude parties. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to throw some church music on that. Okay, yeah, that's that was great. All right. All right, guys, we are back. I hope you enjoyed those commercials. I probably made them up uh, right here, right after we record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you have a couple in the tabernacle. Yeah, so we have them there. Get all prepared. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Uh, before I can legally and morally marry you in the tabernacle, you have to be members. And they were just like, what? <laughs> like, I just snuck this. <laughs> I want to make this about me for a minute. Yeah. So I go, luckily, these are literally, and I pull out this big box and I shake it upside down and the last two passes fall out. These are the last two passes. I'm not going to make you go through all the confirmation and getting your blessings and testing your knowledge. I can tell that your souls are pure-ish enough <laughs> for the Church of the Crimson King. You go, but you can't be members and you can't get married here until you do your communion, like you know, like a Catholic wedding. <laughs> and they're just like, uh, and I'm like, so please strangers I've just met, consume the body and blood of the false prophet. And they're just like, yeah, okay, dope. <laughs> so I go, here are your passes, you're officially members, let's get married. So uh, I just, I don't even know what I said, Mike. I pulled it out of my ass. I go, you know, awesome. the last couple of years have been hard in the real world and in the wasteland world. We've been a lot of loss and a lot of pain and a lot of suffering, but we're still standing and we're still here and we still have each other. And here in the wastes, in the blood and the dust and the rust, you guys have each other. Um, and that's what's important. Life is too short be good to one another 
and promise me that you will be good to one another. And they were just like bawling. And oh I'm just God, like, I bet. like pulling this out of my ass. You were just, you were just getting, <laughs> you're just getting me a little misty there, but and um, it, it was, but again, it was, it was such a cool, it was such a cool moment for me, um, just because I got my ten year patch on Bill yeah, this year, yeah. and it felt good, um, but it was, it also felt exhausting. You know, I've been doing this for so long. Right, and it's definitely consumed my life for the last over a decade, if we're counting the COVID years, because right. we did have some off-season builds in early 2020 before the shutdown right. happened and COVID got out of control. So, you know, this has been a better part of my life for longer than a decade, and again, it it felt good. I'm very proud of what I've done for Wasteland builds so far, um, but uh, yeah, that definitely was ex- an exhausting year for me. I was very tired a lot. I went to bed yeah. very early most nights and I'm just like, Good man, something needs, something needs to change like somewhere. Uh, maybe I just need to change my diet. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but you know, I got a lot of sleep this year and it was good. And, and I spent a lot of time thinking about what's important to me and my tribe is important to me and my people in this community is important to me. And the fact that these two strangers just like kicked down my door and were like, you seem trustworthy enough. Let's do this on, on a Saturday night, is the last church? night of wasteland. Yes. And, um, yeah, it felt good. And, um, I, I was really proud of my speech, but I couldn't tell you what I said. Yeah. That's I just, how it goes. Just pulled it. I, I definitely stole from Jim tank Dorsey. Oh, yeah who uh he's done a few weddings here and one of his lines from his uh was do you promise you know not to hoard your gasoline from one another so <laughs> i stole that line i go you know do you, do you promise to share your bottle cap bounties with another maybe uh, perhaps i don't know i was just yeah. trying to keep it rolling and um but you know i also tried to make it very sweet i could have just screamed at them the whole time just right like, oh, false prophet yeah listen to my band and get married do you do you yeah um and i also stole jim's line of um uh, you may now ravage your man. I love that. I was like, I'm, I love like, that. I'm absolutely, you know, yeah. swapping that one for sure. Yeah, one of the wonderful things he did for the wedding was he reversed a lot of the gender roles of power. Correct. And that's one of the lines he threw in just for that. Yeah, correct. Like, it's not the man claiming his woman, it's the woman yeah. claiming her man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, did, you know, hu- you know, hugs all around and everybody was super excited. And I and I asked them, I said, are you guys really getting married or fake married? And they're like, well, we, we figured this was just fake, but we want to get real married. I go, okay, well, figure it out. Talk in the off season, right? Yeah. Um, where do you guys live? They go, we live in North Hollywood. I'm like, they're my neighbors practically. Yeah. And I go, all you need is a piece of paper from City Hall. I will sign it on this date. And you just, you know, get one of your friends here to be the oh, witnesses. Damn. And you guys can make this wedding official. Like, we'll, we'll absolutely make it official. I love it. And they're like, oh my God, we're doing it. Ah, so really? like, yes. so like, I don't know if they're actually yes. going to do it, but like, they were super, super excited about yeah. it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. They might get back and like, you know, the, the brother and mom are like, Hey, we kind of we need to, to do a there. real wedding. <laughs> yeah, we wanted, we wanted, to, be wanted there. to be there. <laughs> like, I totally get how that goes. That's um, awesome. <laughs> having done a, a real wedding and a wasteland w- wedding before, I totally get that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But then, um, they all, you know, scatter into the darkness after that. And I'm feeling pretty good. I got a bit of like a third or fourth wind at that point. I'm like, maybe I'll stay up for a little bit. And um, it was funny because I was just making my way over to watch the uh, ass end of Dead Animal Assembly Plant. Because I knew that right before their last song, uh, Walter, the mortician, was proposing to his girlfriend, Jojo. Uh And he did it on stage with Dead Animal Assembly Plant. I love it. And I knew it was coming. So it was, uh, I watched most of their show from our tower Uh and I was blinking our giant eye light with their music for most of the show. (laughs) 
And I was climbing down, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll go to bed. I should probably go watch the proposal. I don't know, maybe. And right. That's when they come into my camp. So as we're setting up the oh, wedding, fantastic. I heard the proposal happening. No way! And I was just like, yes, perfect. A proposal over there, a wedding over here. I love it. So we wrap up the wedding, and they, they leave the tabernacle, and I walk outside with, again, my third or fourth wind, and Walter and JoJo walk yep. up. And I was like, congratulations. Uh, and they're like, yeah, hey, we were wondering, would you officiate our wedding? And I was like, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> do you want to do it now? I have an opening. And the last party just left. <laughs> And they're like, no, we got to talk about it in the yeah, offseason. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, let yeah. me know if you wanted a, a real wedding or just a wasteland wedding. Like, let me know. Totally. I'll do either. I love it. Yeah, they were I so excited. It. So congratulations oh to Walter and JoJo. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah. congrats, guys. Yeah. Oh, there's been so many weddings here at Wasteland. It's been yeah. really cool. And some of them real, some of them fake. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Because it all, it, it all means the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, two people, you know, celebrating their commitment to each other. Totally. I love this community so goddamn much. Me too. <laughs> me too. All right, let me tell you this. Uh, I feel like this is the year wasteland became a verb for me finally. Okay. You know, we, yeah, al yeah. we always talk about wastelanding, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're wastelanding like, so man, hard. I wastelanded way too hard this year. Yeah, exactly. So normally, um, I would be camera in hand about 90% of the time yeah. and enjoying, you know, myself, my, enjoying my time without the camera about 10% of the time. This year, I think I managed to flip that. Okay. Because I took a little extra time. First off, I had an incredible crew yeah. for video this year. And um, we took the time to actually schedule some stuff out. And, you know, I kind of gave it a day. I was watching everybody, seeing what footage was coming in. Everyone was where they needed to be all the time, getting great footage. Yes, and I was like, good, cool, good. I'm just chilling this year. Good. Because not only are we doing the Dukes and the Nuke USO show, which was an absolute hit, by the way. I saw your performance. Thank you. Your I played Werewolves and Vampire song is yeah. the one I saw. Yeah. Oh, it, came, it, went, it went so well. Yeah, it was great. It went so well. And I formed a band. Yeah. Like three hours before you, yeah. you, got, you got up there. Yeah. Bullet, uh, who is a Duke. He was like, hey, I, he, he watched my first song, the first the first USO show. And he was like, hey, if you ever want to jam, that'd be great. And I was like, uh, what are you doing on Saturday? Yeah. Because I was like, would you you want to come play? It's like an Oompa song. You're going to love it. And he was like, well, if I can track down like a bass. I was like, there are some basses here. What I didn't know, I think it's Rabbit Asylum. They're like a rock and roll metal band. Uh, yeah. Metal camp. Yeah. They were actually lending out instruments for people to use. Yeah. Um, and so he went over, he got a full setup, a full bass, a, a bass amp, he brought it over. Yep. And we were in a band, man. Yeah, it was perfect. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, for one song. It was so yeah, fun. it was great. Um, but yeah, the USO show went great. Um, I also did Fuck It, Fake It. Yes. At the rec room. I heard about this. This was yes. so fun. I, I heard reports specifically of yours. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and awesome. And this was another one. I didn't know. I kind of, you know, they asked me to do it. Uh, this is McAwful. He reached out and he was like, hey, are you interested in doing this? We need some more performers. And I was like, sure. Yeah. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I agreed to it. And then he said, but you got to bring it. And I was like, what do you mean? He, and then he told me about how um, Cousin Brucey last year was in like full um, the, the radiation suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did the whole thing. And he was like swinging a flag over the crowd and everyone went wild. And then they did the preview night where they showed off a lot of the different stuff they were going to do for the weekend. And Brucey went up there again and did Devil Went Down to Georgia with a full-on like mini violin dancing around. It was absolutely incredible. And I was like, shoot, I really got to bring it now. Yeah. And so I talked to a couple of the other Dukes, Mongo and Bacon, our two biggest guys. I mean, they're both 300 pounds plus. And I was like, hey, I need you guys to come with me. You're going to make me look small. And uh, we did take on me. And so when I got to the to the first chorus, I was like kind of threatening, beckoning the crowd to take me on. Yeah. 
you know? And so uh, they played these characters that took that too seriously. And for the first chorus, I'm like running in slow-mo while they're chasing me. It was so good. Great. Yeah. Oh, we had so much fun. Again, I've got footage of this guy, so I'm going to share it at some point. But yes. anyway, it went so great. Um, a lot of great comments about it, and it was just a blast. Good. Just a blast. Good. I also made my first barter ever. Oh, my first you barter? real barter. I needed a. I just needed a cup. I didn't have a cup. Oh. I forgot it back home. Oh no! And so I went to this barter table. I forget who it was. They were right outside the gates. They had the best barter table I'd ever seen. Oh man! They had like leather jackets and yeah. like really good stuff, not just junk. Like yeah. sometimes bartering for junk school, but yeah, yeah, yeah. being able to barter for a cup, like I actually need it. Yeah. Um. So I did that. Um. What else did I get into? Tons of shenanigans. I definitely helped steal the helicopter. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Rachel and I woke up Sunday morning, yeah. and our camp teardown is in full swing, and we're just we're, we're getting everything kind of in piles, preparing to load up. Rachel turns to me and she goes, "You know all those signs at the at the slammer are magnetic, right?" I go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Work with them in the off season. I know exactly what signs you're talking about. She's like, "I think we need to steal a couple, take, take them home. <laughs> we'll bring them back next year." But uh, yeah, I mean that was the whole that was the whole idea behind building the slammer all magnetic and shifting is it's, it's a playground for people to play with right to take things and, um you know if you didn't want it to be you know stealable shouldn't made it magnetic <laughs> so we knew that there was a sign there that said no and a sign that said adam so we were going to steal no adam and hang that somewhere oh, on nice. our camp we get there we find the no sign we we find the adam sign and we found a, a chicken sign and a, a bomb sign. We're like, okay, yeah, we're going to gift these out to other tribes and, um, you know, just have them bring it back next year or whatever. Uh -huh. And uh, so we start leaving. And uh, I look up and somebody had put uh, the butt stuff sign up on the main sign. So oh, it said, nice. the butt stuff slammer. <laughs> <laughs> so I go... I go, oh no, hang on. So I immediately put the no sign back and I grabbed, you know, I'm holding on to the Adam sign and I climbed all the way up to the top of the sign and I slammed Adam's name up there. So it says, Adam, the butt stuff slammer. Then <laughs> I immediately saw TK walking down the street and I was like, hey, TK, he takes like some of the greatest photos of Wasteland. Absolutely. So I was like, hey, TK, go look at the sign. He's like, do I need my camera? I'm like, you need your camera. And he ran. Awesome. Because <laughs> it's all magnets and people were there. They're going to start playing with it and stuff. But uh, yeah, TK came back a few minutes later and he's like, Got it. Fantastic. So uh, I'm sure the Adam the Butt Stuff Slammer sign will pop up on Wastelander Center That's one great. of these days. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the slam. Everyone had a lot of fun with the Slammer this yeah, year. Yeah, it was great. It was, a, was like I said, it was a big sandbox. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was great. I broke into um, I broke into jail. Okay. Yeah, because I, I hadn't toured it yet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was on a walkabout, and I was like, "That looks like the escape hatch. I'm going in." Yeah. It's a little tight. Yeah. It's a little tight. Was it the washing machine one? Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. I broke into jail. Yeah. And then made an escape through the front door. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's it was it was it was such a fun idea. The original design on Build Crew was just supposed to be like a little ten by ten square. Right. This is like a sheriff's office with yeah. a tiny jail yeah. behind it. And then it turned into that thing. It's a huge set. Oh yeah, it's monstrous. It's you know, a double story scaffolding, and it's masonry scaffolding. So oh, it's yeah. it's meant to hold just you know tens of thousands of oh, pounds, which wow. is why it's it's totally fine for us to be up there and climb it on it. Got it. Yeah, cool. It's not, not going to fall over anytime soon. Wow. Yeah. Rad. Yeah, it's really cool stuff. Sweet. All right. So um, going around um, wasteland this year. Uh, I, there was a lot of thoughts. Okay, so first off, the population was a little lower than 2019. We don't have a full, we don't have the actual number. Yeah, but you could feel they, the difference. Yeah, I don't think they put out a number this year, but you could definitely feel it. Yeah, I know they roped off a lot of the the camping right on the far north end. Yep, um, mostly for like probably for security's sake. Totally, yeah. just keep everyone a little tighter. Yeah, just keep everything tighter. Exactly, it's easier to keep an eye on folk. Yeah, but um, 
But it was great because a lot of the tribes that did make it this year, and I think it was like 80 or 90% of tribes still yeah. came out. Um, they brought it. 100% they brought it. Yeah, there's a, there's just a jet car being hauled out by Spud behind it. Just... <laughs> this is actually kind of fun just yeah, to watch this all this is stuff fun. happen. Um, and yeah, so it was really cool. And it, it, it made it so that it was kind of relaxed. Like we weren't dealing with the droves of crowds that we yeah. did in the past. So it was really comfortable. Everyone seemed really relaxed. Everyone was just having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. There were a lot of highlights out here. So I yeah. want to talk about a few. Yeah. I already mentioned Rabbit Asylum. They had a they had a small stage. Yeah. And by the way, I dub every year the year of the what? Of yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So there was the year of the tower, the year of the courtyard. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was even a year of the pool table, oddly enough. Yeah, I remember but, that. Um, this was, I'm going to dub this two things. It was the year of the tribes and it was the year of the mini stage because so many tribes had just this tiny stage yeah. where they did kind of whatever they wanted to do. Like we did the USO show. Yeah. Um, a uh, goat show brought their stage again. Oh, awesome. Um, and at some point there was a stripper using the stripper pole. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, they didn't know there was a stripper coming. Yeah. But it was it just, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Um, and so rabbit asylum had a little stage and I got in there and they were throwing a full on like two, two person rock show that was just absolutely incredible. Good. But one of the things they were doing, they had four relics in there. And Zero, the guy that runs it, yeah. Um, I love the way he plays. Let me tell you a little bit. Mongo and I were trying to get some relics. That's one of the things I absolutely love to do. Yeah. So he sits down next to one. He slides it back. I go behind the couch he was sitting on, and I'm about to grab it. Zero just picks it up without saying anything, without even giving a look. He just moves it across the room. And so we reposition, and we're coming up with a new plan. And yeah. we see him. He's talking to his guards everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we get a little bit closer, and he just comes, picks it up, and moves it again. It was so fun. We, came, Good. we we went in and out of there three times trying to get it, coming up with different plans. He beat us every time. Good. Good. Yeah. And then one of our other guys went in like an hour later and just grabbed it and went. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Right? <laughs> but yeah, the relics are, were tons of fun. Um, there was Gilly's Arcade. I, I got there. Yeah. I, I got to go to Gilly's Arcade. Yeah. Cat uh, uh, and I did a date night on Saturday. Oh, night. Okay. He finally had a quiet night. And I was just like, Wasteland date night. Let's go. Awesome. And uh, so we popped out. We saw some Smashbots. Finally got to watch Smashbots. I've never been able to see cool. them except just in passing or the yeah. ass end of a fight. And uh, But yeah, we ended up stumbling into Gilly's Arcade and he made me a drink <laughs> that was ginger beer and Jameson cold brew. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, it was wild. It was nice. good. Um, but did you see his pinball machine? Yes, I did. Uh, did you notice the picture of my throne on that no, pinball I machine? No, I did not. <laughs> not only does he have a picture of my throne on that pinball machine, but then up in the corner is one of our flags that oh we have God. hanging up between our doof walls behind yeah. the throne. Holy shit. So I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to play this pinball machine. <laughs> so good. Yeah, he brought up and the, he made a lot of the games. Yeah, like they're all handmade. Yeah. Um, that Which, pinball machine he wired himself. Totally. It's wild. I, I, when I first saw it, I was like, whoa, you got a video vintage game and then i got a closer look and i was like you, you made, made a this. game yeah yeah so that was a cool spot yeah it was super rad uh, right up the street from them hotel sasswood yeah when i got there they were packed yeah uh we kept going oh it, yeah it was just it was packed they were they were having a fucking great time it was absolutely there. gorgeous they did uh, all the all the walls were like burnt out yeah um but they they still had that like hospitality thing going on uh, so you would actually check in by, you know, signing their book and they would yeah. escort you over to the bar or have a seat over here. They had a stage too. I didn't, I, I wasn't there for the show, but, um, but it was so cool. And Hotel Sasswood, um, they had this big sign up there. They programmed it to glitch out. It would glitch out and say, ho ass. Or, yeah. Or, um, or hot wood. Or hot wood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was so good. Yeah. One, the When I saw it uh, glitch out, it said, ho ass. <laughs> And then hot wood. That's really funny. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. that's great. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the um, the BattleBots show that I saw, um, 
like I said, first time I watched a, a, a BattleBots fight, like from start to finish. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to visually describe. Uh, it, one of them was uh, sort of like a scorpion had a hammer on him and little claws on the front to grab it. Uh-huh. And the one that it was fighting was just these two giant wheels with two prongs sticking off the front. Okay. And it was quick. And those two prongs would move back and forth and it could use those two prongs and, you know, they would spin yeah. you know, fully around. Yeah. It could use those two prongs to flip it or get underneath and flip the other one. Great. So super interesting to watch. And uh, I think at the very ass end of it, um, the one with the hammer had broken down or one of the motors stopped responding okay. or something. You know, those, those things, happens. they barely run for five minutes, I right? Know. There's too much dust for those little yeah. motors. So as soon as they, they start the countdown, you, you know, you have five seconds left in this round. Who's going to win? They're going, you know, five, four, three. <laughs> and the one with the two prongs is just circling and circling and circling. And the timing was so perfect. On three, starts climbing up the side of the fucking hammer bot. No two, way. one, it gets to the what? top and put its two prongs straight up oh in the air. Oh my God, yes. And everybody lost their damn minds. <laughs> She's like, yes. That's so Great. <laughs> it was just it was perfect like that that guy timed it just right and he could control that robot just oh right it God. was oh man it was it was hilarious yes i lost my oh, mind so good um ragstag saloon was back yes better than ever yes um they also became um Ghoulcrest one of the nights oh interesting i was yeah. wondering why yeah. i didn't find Ghoulcrest. Yeah, that Ghoul, makes sense yeah Ghoulcrest did not bring yeah. their build this okay. year they did a takeover and it was brilliant here's my Ghoulcrest story so i'm hanging out um Braden camp. I walk across and I meet up with the Baron, and he said, uh, "I got this. I got this bag for the, for, um, for Mongo. It was a bunch of like trinkets and stuff. It was a bribe yeah. for something else." Um, and I, I said, "Well, I know what Mongo's actually working security over at the saloon. Uh, I'll go drop it off to him right now." And he's like, "I'll come with you." And first off, I was like, "The Baron's gonna come with me." That's yeah. amazing. Like, yeah. I got giddy. That was so fun. Yeah. Like, we've been friends for years. Yeah. But he's still the Baron. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now I get to Wasteland Adventure with him. Yeah. I don't think I've ever Wasteland Adventure. Like, we go and visit each other's camps, but we've never adventured. So I'm like, uh, I'll go drop it off to him right now. And he's like, I'll come along. I was like, yes. yes awesome. Yes. Adventure. So we get there. There's a line 30 people deep. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, and I see Mongo and Bacon at the door along with hard ass. So nobody's getting past these guys. Yep. Right. And uh, interpreters there. And we both have our little media passes because we're both part of the media crew. Yep. Uh, and she's like, I'm going to go make sure that this is our, our bribe to get in, that this gets, you know, this is our VIP pass. Yeah. And so she walks up and they let her in, of course. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. I guess we're good. And so I'm walking up uh, with the Baron. You know, we're, we're cutting the line. Let's yeah. get that out of yeah. the way. Yeah, <laughs> of course. The Baron doesn't wait in line. We don't have to. We're not waiting in line. Um, by the guys. By the way, guys, po- politely wait in line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I go up and, uh, you know, Mongo and Bacon, they're in my tribe. I didn't need a pass anyway. But um, I flash that. They're like, okay, you're good. And so I turn around and I hand um, the Baron's bribe back to him. And I said, use this to get in. Um, I, no, I'm sorry. I reached into my pocket, fished it out real quick, just threw it in his hands. I said, here, use this as a bribe. So he hands it to Mongo. And uh, I walk in the door. The doors swing open. I'm in the saloon. And from right behind me, I hear in the Baron's voice, did you just fuck me? (laughs) (laughs) I turn around. The bag I had given him was not his bribe. It was a bag of apocalypse post caps. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So he's standing there and Mongo's looking around like, what is this? Like, I can have these all day. Yeah. (laughs) Why would you give this to me? Yeah. And I reach back into my pocket. I grab the real, the trinket bag. And I'm like. I go back out to Baird. I'm like, I'm already like just floored laughing. Yeah. Uh, and I hand it back to him. And I'm like, sorry, I gave you the wrong bag. Give this to Mongo. 
<laughs> and he's like, if you were, I was going to say that was the best thing ever. <laughs> I just got fucked by makeshift. And I was like, no, no, here, take this. And I took my, um, uh, oh, sorry. And so Mongo lets him buy. And I, I'm like, Mongo, I need those caps. Give them back. So I took it. And then, so me and Baron walk in the doors. Once again, we're in the saloon. And I reach, I look in my hand and I have both bags. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was good. so good. And good. We, we were just, we stood in line for 20 minutes, just absolutely laughing yes. our asses yes. off. <laughs> Man, so you, you came up anyways. We came it's fantastic. Up. That's, yeah. That was the best back and forth switcheroo. <laughs> Mongo's just like, yeah, okay, whatever, it's just caps. It's so Let good. In. So good. But yeah, Goldcrest is always a good time because it's like a who's who of Wasteland. And I don't yeah. want to like, it's not exclusive. Like, no. you can get your way there. But it's just, you know, we've all been doing this so long. Uh, we're all a bunch of tight friends yeah and so we all make sure to like find each other in these points where we know like all the tribe leaders are going to be chilling yeah exactly and so it truly is like you look around and you're just like these are all the tribe leaders yeah and it's so cool yeah 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 yeah, yeah i had no idea that's where they were set up this year so you're like that's so fun yeah I, I was a block and a half away yeah i had no idea yeah it was busy yeah this like you said busy this is a busy year yeah um yeah not just even on the build stuff but tribe stuff and lore and adventures and Right. And yeah, the shenanigans. Man, totally. this year was packed. People people missed the event. Uh-huh. So when when it was finally time to come back, they went hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cockpit rebuilt. Yes. They got shut down in, in, for the wind in 2019. Yeah. They had a they had a build that I think would have withstood a freaking yeah. tornado yeah, this like, year. It would have been fine today. Yeah. That place was a brick shit house. Yeah. Yeah, it was so, great. So do you know they do this? They do um, on the same day. They do a um, a, we, a wiener roast and they do a weenie roast. The first one is hot dogs. The second one is not. Good. Good. <laughs> and so um, it was really funny because I was like, yeah, how, how did everything go? They do a bunch of events. They, had yeah, a lot of, they, they have, have a lot. But they said that for the hot dog one, I don't, I don't remember if it was the weenie or the wiener roast. I think it's the wiener roast. I forget. It doesn't matter. Um, they said, I don't think no one showed up. I was like, your secret's out. You need to switch the names now. Yeah, swap them back again. <laughs> now you got to swap them back. Yeah. Um, one of our guys on Build Crew, Monty, he's yeah. been on Build for years. Uh, he was the first... Uh, a person with a penis to dance top bottomless in the cockpit on their opening year. No way. So I had to get a picture, but you know, I'm friends with Monty. Mm -hmm. If I'm taking his picture while he's dancing naked on a table, like it's going to look weird. And <laughs> so here they are on their opening night at the cockpit and I'm waiting for him to turn his back to me. Right. Cause like, I don't need a picture of his ding dong. Nobody mm -hmm. does. Right. Yeah. But I do, I, I know he's very drunk though. And okay. I do want to get a picture of his bare ass inside the cockpit so he could know. And he, I mean, he knows what he's doing. He, Perfect, he yeah. wasn't blackout or anything. He right. was just having a really good yeah, time. Good. So I'm trying to time the picture right, and I get the picture, and I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> and there's this, there's this woman like four feet away from me who looks horrified. And I'm like, no, 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 we're friends. It's okay. I'm going to go show it to him. And like, she just turned and walked away. She was not having it. I oh, felt yeah. so bad. Um, but, you know, as soon as I showed Monty, he was like, send it to me. I'm going to send it to my dad. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. It was good. Yeah. So, I love it. Somewhere deep in the archives of my phone, uh -huh. there's a picture of Monty's butt up in the cockpit. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And uh, he also joined us for uh, um, uh, Dong's Giving this uh -huh. year. Did you hear about Dong's Giving? I heard, I heard rumors, but tell me more. Yeah. So um, I don't know how this came up. Um, I think I've mentioned before that I, you know, I have a, a good chunk of property and a lot of other tribes. Yeah. Um, wards store some stuff in my yard. Yeah, which we is all, great. We all do build days together. So totally. it's, it's fun in the off season to get to hang out with everybody. Yeah. 
Road Rash <clears throat> and the Den store their stuff in my yard. Got it. Uh, so we were working on some stuff. Uh, Cameron was uh, making some upgrades to the the horse trailers that they use for go-go dances. Uh-huh. Uh, go-go dance cages right there at the entrance to the den. And somehow Dong's giving came up of this idea where on Thursday night, because you know, it's the last Thursday of September. Yeah. Um, the uh, all all of the all of the men in the wastelands are gonna show up on Thursday night and kick all the ladies out of the go-go cages and just take over Dong's giving. And we're all going to do it in scantily clad little tiny panties or thongs or, you know, ro- road rash thongs or what oh, yeah. the hell ever. Right. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we decided like, fuck it. We're going hard. <laughs> wait, wait, going hard or going hard. Both. <laughs> <laughs> the, the original, the, the, the original idea had some substances that could have been included in this. Oh my God. No, but no, 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 no. We, we, we just, uh, uh, we went crazy. Um, no, so I, I wore just like little lacy panties, yeah. like you know, like mantis they Love call them. It. But like yeah. I don't know, they don't need to be gendered. They they are lacy panties, with and, a little bit uh, more space. Yeah, I had a little bit of extra. Yeah, I yeah. had a bit of a pocket on yeah. mine. And uh, uh, Buttercup joined us. Um, uh, Alan, who's in our tribe uh-huh. attack squad, he he's uh, one of the Massachusetts guys. He joined yeah. us, and uh, Mech. Uh, from, of course, from Red Rocket yeah. came out. I mean, Monty he's, came he's out. basically wearing that anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Monty <laughs> came out. Uh, my drummer was uh, passing by, and he wasn't dressed the part, but he was passing by the cage, so we got the door open and pulled him in with us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was about 11 o'clock on Thursday at Wasteland. It's just we rolled over there just chanting, Dong's giving, Dong's giving. <laughs> and uh, we took over the go-go cages for about an hour. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was wild. That's so we, fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Oh um, and so, fun fact, um, people actually tip the go-go dancers oh, in those cages like caps and, um, and uh, barters and so stuff. caps and barter but also real world cash Whoa. they will accept cash yeah, of course um so the uh, go-go dancers will have like a little like bucket off to the side somewhere where they can just like dump their tips in and stuff nice um so it was super weird like i was like man no one's gonna tip the dong's giving guys <laughs> so we get in there and the money just started flowing Whoa. and the majority of it though was coyote canyon dollars that's so fun. Which is fine, because like you know, yeah. we use that for barter, we use it totally. for gambling, we use it for a lot of stuff at Wasteland. Yeah. It, it has value. Uh-huh. Uh but uh I forget who it was. I feel like it might have been Mech. It might it might have been Bear from the cockpit. Yep. Um it, I feel like it, it must have been one of the Undertown guys. Uh, folded one of the Coyote Canyon dollars long ways and put it in his mouth and fed it to me through the cage. Oh <laughs> so I pulled it out with my teeth as I'm shaking around. And at that point, the vest had come off. I'm pouring sweat. I'm just, I'm only wearing boots and panties at this yeah, point. Yeah. And I pull the dollar out of my mouth to shove it into my, my little waistband. And it's uh, the one of the newest mints of Coyote Canyon dollars this year. Oh. The false profit. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I got paid with my own Coyote Canyon dollar mint. <laughs> And uh, it was the first time I had seen it. So I'm just like sweating my ass off in little lazy panties at the den. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. It's me. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a while. I'm it, sorry I missed that, but I hope someone on the crew did. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of pictures. I'm not nice. sure how many can be posted. I know uh, it I got know. it got a little. Uh, 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 would that be R rated? Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a sexual act, so that doesn't make it, uh, it doesn't X-rated. Make it X, right. Yeah, it was just it definitely it definitely got naked. 
<laughs> they put the dong in dong's giving for sure. I love it. It was fantastic. Uh, l- l- only a handful of people uncomfortable, but uh-huh. we had a full crowd by the end of that hour. They were just hanging out. Matt Morrison from Camp Cozy Box came over with pudding to feed me into the cage. Oh my god! Because he makes homemade pudding on <laughs> site every year. Down some pudding. So he just hit little spoonfuls <laughs> through the cage, and I'm just like, yeah, okay, we're doing this. I'm just getting Holy pudding shit. and money with my face on it. And it was definitely one of those moments where time slows down, and I go. How did I get here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. A couple other tribes that really brought it. The bombers were on Main Street for the first time. They yes. brought their, like, freaking... Their downed plane. Their downed plane. Yeah. That was gorgeous. Right around the corner from them, Black Thumb did their Black Thumb meet again. They did. They brought Cantankerous. Yes. This is a car. I forget which model, but it has tank treads on it. Yep. And you still steer it, I think, with, like, a steering wheel. Okay, good. Enough. You don't I have, know, like, the two tank things. I know there's been a lot of tribes and a lot of builders, a lot of Black Thumbs. Not not just Black Thumb members, right. but a lot of, you know, the Black Thumbs in the community. Yeah. Who have had ideas and desires and, and even got very close to bringing a treaded vehicle yeah. into Wasteland Valley. <laughs> and I remember I was on Build Crew and we were watching the tribes roll in. And I see Spud's truck pull and I go, is that Spud? And I go, yeah, okay, that's Spud. And I look on the trailer and I go... <laughs> okay. Yes. Well done. That's yes. the first. Did you see when uh, Cantankerous did its stunt? When they ran over two cars? Yeah, they yes. brought two junkyard cars. Yes. And they were gonna they were gonna attempt to run it over with Cantankerous. But um oddly enough, Cantankerous, for all the power it had, got a little stuck. Oh no, did it? It did. I didn't it catch got, that. I, it got I missed a little it. Stuck. And um yeah, it hit the cars. I don't know if it, if there wasn't enough runway, but also there was a big crowd, so they were trying not to go too fast. Yeah. But it took several attempts to get it up on the cars, and then they blew out the transmission. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the best part. All right, so they blew out the transmission. You know, all right, show's over. But no, everyone just started taking their weapons and pounding yeah, on the cars. Yeah, just beat up the cars. They beat up the cars. I love when that happens because it's, you know, car- crowd participation. Yeah. A lot of weapons got broken because they're all fake. Yep, yep. Um, and then... Um, Oh, even the the uh, stripper from um, the goat show. Yes, uh, she w- she was all around everywhere. Good, uh, do- having a great time. Good, but and I keep calling her stripper. I don't know if that's actually her profession, but that's what she was doing a lot of. Here. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure someone told me that. If you're not, I apologize. But um, uh, <laughs> great part of wasteland this year. Yes, um, and so at some point she walks down from the tower she's standing on, and she grabs a freaking. Um, sledgehammer jumps on bare chested and just pounds these cars the crowd goes freaking wild yes good <laughs> it was so fun oh god um, i love it and then rivet from black black thumb he's got a couple other treaded vehicles so he put yeah. those on top of the car yes and then the next day um they just started piling cars on top of each other i yes. think they got like 12 or 15 cars all just piled up in this good. big old black thumb jenga good yeah good um <laughs> yeah I, I had heard that uh Somebody had asked them to leave it up until sunrise mm-hmm. so they could get that sunrise good morning wasteland oh, picture yes. that like you know a lot of staff like to post. Yeah. Um but last I heard was Kyle and the Black Thumb guys were like, We gotta take this down before the sun goes down because people are gonna be climbing oh, it. Someone's that's really gonna get hurt. That's really so good yeah, point. they they ended up pulling it down. Cool. But yeah, I did get to see it before they pulled it down. It looked fantastic. <laughs> Just like so much fun so and good. fun shenanigans at Wasteland. Yeah. And right next to them was the outpost, the Waterworld Outpost. Yes. Uh, faceless merchants. They had a hundred plus, like hundred and fifty people doing the trade route this Outstanding. year. Outstanding. Yeah, I love what they do. Yeah. Um, their whole thing is about giving people an option to like you know, be anonymous here yeah. at Wasteland. And what they said is a lot of people will really light up and that they love doing it. Yeah. Plus it gives them a reason to go out and meet people. Yeah. Uh, and it's so fun. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we were part of the dead crows drop, the dead oh, drop. Awesome. And, um, uh, they dropped off their box and they're like, Hey, so someone's going to come by 
and they're either going to put something in or take something out, you have to stop them. Uh-huh. Or like they need to be sneaky or they can bribe you, you know, just have fun with it. Like, oh, okay, cool. Drop it off. So we, we left it up in our tower. Uh-huh. And, um, up in the tower. Yeah. So, but like, <laughs> it, it was right at the edge facing oh, out. Got you it. could okay. see it. It wasn't hidden, yeah, but it. it was just, you know, out of the way. Yep. And, uh, at one point this guy came by and he was like, Hey, uh, I'm, I'm here to put something in that box. And we were like, get fucked. <laughs> you can't just announce it. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm just putting something in that. Like, we know exactly what you're doing. We, we know you need to put something in the box. <laughs> try again later and he's like no 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 I have to we're like yeah I have to <laughs> and he's like no guys I'm butt plug I'm from the tribe I'm here to set oh. it up and we're like oh okay and, uh, and he and he was like look I know what you guys are doing you passed the test cool okay whatever yeah. I was like either we passed the test or you're very clever well done uh-huh. Uh-huh. so yeah they that was the very first beginning and he was like man you guys are on your toes um, but we got reports from them also that you know same kind of thing all over the place was like yeah. that their dead drop game was super well uh, very well received. Fantastic. And, um, we, I'm going to have to ask for numbers because we only have a couple of people that managed to like get real sneaky or, oh, got or, it. or okay. like bribe us, but they, yeah. they still got caught, but they were still successful. Uh-huh. Um, I'll have to ask how many people actually got it from our camp because that'll, that'll kind of give me an idea of, of, uh, how we can improve on stopping them. Love it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Were... Love, all these games are all about, we want you to win, but we're going to try to stop you. Yeah. The, uh, there's <laughs> another quest to uh, get a, a cash a cash box of some sort. Yeah. Some kind of like loot crate. Awesome. And um, they were way out in Tin City, middle of nowhere. And three of my guys that, that go hard saw them and just like pulled over, pulled out weapons, robbed them at gunpoint. Uh-huh took the cash box, brought it back. And you know, it's sitting in between our pews. We got our feet up on it and they, they came in, uh, you know, they came back for revenge. They came back hard and just all their guns out. And I'm like, motherfuckers, this is my church. What are you doing? Get out of here. And they're like, we want the box back. And I was like, well, who the fuck are you? They go, we're the great Northern tribe. I'm like, you guys are our neighbors. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I turned to my three guys. I go, you guys robbed our neighbors? Like, well, we couldn't see. I'm like, don't rob our neighbors. It's like, guys, I'm so sorry. Let us put some more stuff. We put some attack merch in there and stuff. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, well, why don't you guys come over for drinks tonight? We're like, we'll do that. Perfect. But yeah, we totally robbed our neighbors. Whoops. Speaking of neighbors, I finally made art. So this is your neighbors, not mine. Yeah. But um, I finally made it into uh, Sunken Norwegian. Yes. Uh, I didn't know that they were actually a speakeasy. Yeah. And so the door is closed and it is locked. Yes. But you need to, you know, figure out the best yeah. way to get in this this year it was a bike horn yeah, yeah. and they open up and uh they do like the mead contest yes but they also do mead tastings at the yeah. bar like the guy makes his own mead um fingers our guitar player uh-huh. entered into the mead contest awesome and uh he hung out there for about 45 minutes or so and uh he asked another guy in our tribe gigs who's one of the he's one of the um the the tasters the uh he votes for it. Oh, the judges. He's one of the judges. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. Today's day 10 on the site for me, by the way. <laughs> I still haven't been home. Um, so he's one of the judges, so he pulls Giggs aside. And he's like, hey, man, am I in the running? And Giggs is a solid motherfucker. He'll never tell you. He's yeah. just like, not saying anything, bro. Nice. So Fingers goes, fuck it, I'm leaving. So he left, <laughs> and like half an hour later, they're like, Fingers is the winner. Wow. And he had left. Oh, that's hilarious. So they uh, they gave the trophy to Giggs, because he knew that he was in, the, in yeah. the tribe, and he could be he could be trusted. So Giggs found us, and he's like, all right, got to hunt him down, and, and we got to tell him. Mm-hmm. you know you won so we, we waited until we found him we're like fingers oh my god come here you gotta tell you and he yes. lost his damn mind he awesome. was so excited so Yay. yeah so congrats to fingers for congrats, winning, fingers. winning the mead contest yeah not easy yeah not easy 
Yeah, fantastic. Uh, who else? Who else is out there? Uh, WCC brought brought it again, as always. As always. Uh, Ra- Wasteland Radio was amazing. I, yep. was, I finally like remembered to freaking tune into the morning show. Dude, it's so easy. So we, we have these RV trailers, you yeah. know. Some would call it glamping. I'm looking at yours. It's in the same state as mine. It's, there's <laughs> it's nothing glamorous about it. Absolute mess. Yeah, it's, we are garbage. There's enough humans. room for my ass and my camera gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's enough room for my ass and my costumes and yeah, my base. Exactly. Um, uh, Yeah, they... They set up this. Uh, I'm so no. I'm sorry. I let me let me try that one again. Uh, yeah. We both have radios. In, yes. uh, in our in our fucking RVs. Yeah. I never remember to turn mine on. I know. I've done it twice in ten years. Yep. And I totally forgot this year until you 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 reminded me. One of my favorite things is during teardown. They're doing the uh, the fallout morning. Yeah. All the way through. Yep. Yeah. And they always end with a with an interview with Jared, which I think is actually really fun. I've just kind of going that. that. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I, I heard it for the first time in 2019. Interesting. It's, it's so cool because Jared's just talking about how the event went and and you know f- you know first uh, first impressions of how everything yeah. went. It's just so fun. And plus, Sweet is a super talented interviewer. Yeah, he's so yeah. so good at it. By the way, we're gonna have him back on the show. Uh, I know it's been a little bit, but Sweet's coming back, guys. Don't worry. Yes, yes. Um, and Dauntless. Yeah. Our neighbors. Yeah. Our neighbors. Dauntless. Here's the, the thing. Forlorn hope. Dauntless comes and they build this thing with a tiny tribe. Uh, they're still here. Dauntless Express is still here. They are still the most set up There's, camp. Yes, they are. <laughs> so I think they tear down their frontage last. I know. Because that's they, pretty clever. They use their frontage as a wind block. Oh yeah. So from where we're sitting, we're literally looking into their backyard, and everything's in pieces and in piles and stuff. Yeah. But if you walk down Main Street, it is still a full 100% yeah. themed frontage with doors and everything. Right. And it's so funny because I'll hear other tribes tearing down. I'm just like, the fuck are those guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> Not it's even it's started. Tuesday. I what know. the hell? I know. Yeah. But um. But yeah, they did a complete redesign. So now the door, rather than facing Main Street, is actually facing the front gate. Correct. And it looks even more like a saloon than ever. Yeah, it's yeah. So cool. It's facing a corner now. It's yeah. got that corner door like a exactly. saloon should. And they have the freaking boardwalk going around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just so fun watching people like they, change things. They have a lot of details in their camp. They're one of my yeah. favorite camps to look at. Absolutely. Just because of how much detail goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really impressive. Yeah. Pretty wild. Um, who else is out there this year? I know, I'm trying to think. There um, was so much, it's so hard to go over everything. But yeah. Oh, uh, obviously the den. We didn't talk about the, about Zeke's yet. Uh, Zeke's? Yes. It's always a good time. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Um, Pugs also had a pretty good setup this year. I popped in to say hello to those guys. Awesome. Um, I spent less time in uh, Road Rash than ever before. Oh, same. Right? I just went over there to talk some, uh, some, uh, build crew business with those folk. Yeah. And, uh. And that was it. Yeah. I mean, may- maybe it's because I also like work in like the real world with camera now. I know that's I'm, true. I'm you just like stay see with them me. all the most, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bounty hunting, the Rust Devils bounty hunting, uh, was going again. Yeah, it was off the chain. Yeah. Um, I heard nothing but good things coming from that end of, yeah. of the camp. Uh, Tooth and Nail made a triumphant return. Fantastic. Um, the back end of Undertown on uh-huh. the back road. The they were the last camp on the way to the stage. Yeah. I know there's been some uh, le- leadership move around and. Um, camp design changes and stuff like that, but um, they they showed up. They kicked ass. They were a lot of fun. They were great neighbors to us. Awesome. Um, they did not do post apocalypse. <laughs> uh, don't know if that's going to be coming back. Um, I, I know that's a hard event to run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So especially like you know having to work with health department and stuff like that. Yeah. As well. And the more, and the bigger the event goes, it's harder to like yeah. do it. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Um, but they were still here and still kicking ass. Yeah. Um, Man, like yeah, like you said, who else was out there? Yeah, um, there were a lot of first-year tribes in the city. Yeah, I I wish I could remember names right now. I'm, um, I'm fried, but but the they one, were looking great. 
What's the Warboy tribe name? It's the Order of the oh, VA. Oh, Order of the VA. Order of the VA. Yeah, they, they had they um, were on Main Street. They lost a lot of members this year for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Um, but they brought it. They they you know they built what they could on a, with a much smaller tribe. Still looked absolutely. It still beautiful. looks fantastic. Yep. And fun fact: the vehicle that was parked in front of their tribe was one of the vehicles from Fury Road. Oh, I didn't know that. It was actually from the film. It was Badass. one of the vehicles from the film. Oh, so cool. So fun fact, uh, your favorite, there's a little bit of behind the scenes for you. Uh-huh. We're building Wasteland, and it's like Monday. Yeah. And uh, this guy shows up in a little bug, you know, his you know, little off-road buggy car, all rusty. You know, it looks cool, but like, we're busy. Yeah. What, what the hell do you want? <laughs> and he walks up to us, and he goes, hey, I got Jared's buggy. And I was like, Okay. I look at Adam, and Adam's just like, what? What do you want? He goes, well, Jared asked me to park it somewhere in front of Command Center. And I look over, and in front of Command Center is my vehicle, plus the VR, plus Captain Ron's Udamog forklift, uh-huh. uh, plus a whole bunch of crates, uh, plus a bunch of skids that we haven't offloaded yet. And I turned to this guy, and I was like, no, <laughs> you're not parking it there. <laughs> and Adam goes, what? what fucking buggy are you talking about? Yeah. And he goes, it's that one. And we kind of lean and we look. He's like, it's the one from Fury Road. It got shipped over from Australia. It's right-hand drive and what? everything. So I just like snapped and pointed at my trailer. And I was like, <laughs> red and black trailer right there. He goes, yeah. And I go, park it behind that. I'll move it later. And oh, he's like, nice. okay. And parked it back there. And I'm like, <laughs> I got the Fury Road car. So yes. I, I immediately went and parked my Scion XB next to it. What? <laughs> took the picture that I posted on Wastelander Central the next oh, morning. beautiful. Good morning, Wasteland. That's so cool. Fury... XB meets the Fury Road vehicle, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it was it was it was real cool to see it to see it bombing around. That's great, yeah, Wasteland, yeah, awesome, yeah. Even with a, a smaller population this year, there were a lot of awesome vehicles. The yeah. car show was still pretty full. It I got some packed. great footage of that for you guys coming really soon. Yes, good. Um, I actually walked down every line, so we're gonna see every single car that was oh, out there. Awesome, yeah. Uh, I got... Normally, I pick a few, and then we just get the group shots, you know. Yeah. But this year, every single car is gonna be in that video. Uh, I actually got invited out to the car cruise this year. I haven't no. been invited in a long time oh, yeah? i was like oh, okay like i stopped going when they stopped inviting me <laughs> i think i tried to show up once and it was one of the year where there were so many cars yeah. and uh, they turned me away in my scion and i'm like no way oh that Your was scion looks great that was the year a lot of cars got turned away for a lot of really weird okay. reasons we don't have to get into it right. but uh so i just stopped going yeah and uh, it's a lot of people and a lot of dust i'm like yeah you know whatever totally. and somebody walked up i was like do you want to be in the car cruise and i was like no nah, i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> like I could already see the dust getting kicked up, yeah. uh, so we just watched it from the from the tower. Got it. Like yeah, we saw it from up there. Yeah. Sometimes those events around. take a big chunk of your day. So yeah. You be careful, like when anytime you're leaving site to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Because the car cruise happens on the other side of the Twin Hills here. Yep. Um, and sometimes that can be a couple hour ordeal. I'm glad it moved fast this year. Yeah, it went quick. And they sent the whole group as one group. Yep. Which just was nice. go. Yeah. Yep. Because in keep the past it slow. it's been like you know one line would go, then the next line would go. Yeah. But they just sent everyone together. Yep. And it, I was like, cool. Let's let's keep fast wasteland going. Yep. Yep. Same thing with the swimsuit contest, which they, uh, was oh, also man. blown up this year. Yeah. So I uh, so I I didn't go this year. I've I've gone every year for the last few years uh, because uh, I remember the iteration of the swimsuit contest when it was just a wet t-shirt contest. Right. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to pass. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the first couple of years of the swimsuit t- contest, there was still some of that wet t-shirt contest uh-huh. that had kind of like tried to cling on a little bit and before it fell off. Um, but like, it was still like clever and like, yeah. I enjoyed some of those costumes and like now 
that's usually one of my favorite events because like some of these costumes that these people are making for the swimsuit contest right. are incredible. They are. They're so good. Yeah. Really um, clever. And like, it, and it's so fun because it's not something that you would make for Wasteland, uh -huh. but for a post-apocalyptic swimsuit contest, yes, yeah, it's, it's perfect. Course. It's such a fun niche little corner of Wasteland. Right. And um, by the time I heard that it had started and I, I knew it was over at the outpost, and um, somebody had mentioned that there's no, they didn't do it on an elevated platform this year. Right. Like it was they just, hadn't previous. Yeah, just a boardwalk. So it was just flat boardwalk on the ground. Yeah. And there were so many people over there. And I was like, ah, maybe I'll go over there. M maybe. Let me let me go get dressed. And then I got dressed and I was like, okay, just got to make my way over. There. There's a lot of people. Like, it, it was a huge crowd. Yeah. There were people on their vehicles and stuff. And, uh, and then it, suddenly it was over. I blinked yeah. and it was over and it was done. I was like, man, everything is moving so fast I this year. Yeah. Like, yeah, if the, this was the wasteland of if you hesitate, you're screwed. Everything was on time. Top yeah. Tribe stuff was on time. Yeah. The official shows, the stage ran mostly on time. Yeah. It was great. And here's the thing, as, as someone who is always on the move, I appreciate that and I appreciate the short show. Yeah. Because yeah. you get there, you get entertained, you move on. You know, in, um, not, um, in the past with the D's crew, they over the years the show just got bigger and bigger yeah you know so you'd end up hanging out there for a couple hours yeah um which also great yeah like, don't get fine. me wrong but i kind of really appreciate get it done and, and get back to other things yes i'm so sorry <laughs> you're fine God. you're fine you haven't slept at all this 10 week. days <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah um what else um i met so many apocalypse post fans this year I, I was there when one of them, uh, Ruby, uh, she's on Teardown Crew. Yeah. Uh, fantastic human. I believe she was with us in 2019. Uh-huh. Um, I love her to pieces. She's so fun to work with. She's so easygoing. She's, you know, she never argues about how to load trailers or how to tear things down. Like, uh -huh. she's just there, and she's on top of it. And uh, and she's hilarious. And she, she looks dead at makeshift. And she goes, are you on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> and I got to see like I don't, the look on your face was great because you were just like yes this never happens this is fun no it's so new and uh, and you're like oh yeah I, I am the the apocalypse post and she's like oh my god I used to love your stuff and I was like yeah his new stuff sucks it sucks keeps bringing that false prophet guy on. audio only what's up with that yeah, come on <laughs> um, but yeah it's been great we opened our little merch store yeah um, thank you so much for everyone who stopped by the merch store to buy something uh, we talked about this in our last episode actually it's true it went so well i'm so glad yeah. um hard ass took over he was just like i let me run this for you i know you're busy and he absolutely loved it people came over he was hawking things left and right yes good yeah i think uh, i asked him at one point like how much for one of everything and he gave me a number and then i never came back oh yeah i was like Son of a bitch. <laughs> sorry i still got a t-shirt for okay, you yes <laughs> but um but yeah i appreciate everyone coming over um um Rebecca Lieb, one of my patrons. Yes. She actually brought me a gift. She also sent me a letter. But but Rebecca, if you're out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. She gave me um, the full Waterworld comic book series. Awesome. Because she heard me talk about it on the show before yeah. that I couldn't track them down. Yes. But she found them on eBay. Oh, my God. That's and fantastic. she actually brought them to me here. I cannot wait to get yeah. into them. So cool. Like, people were giving me stuff left and right. I got letters through the WCC mail. Yeah. 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 It was just oh, so man. fun. I got some good letters this year. Um, uh, actually, our tribe, we got a letter for Elmer. Who's Elmer? Elmer is Ted and Kara's dog, the big, giant, oh slow-moving yes. white one. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a, he's a sweetheart. Um, getting a little up there in years, but he's a desert dog. Yeah. And, and people worry about him when they see him. They're of like, course. Oh, my God, he's going to overheat. Yeah. Like, no, he lives out here. Yeah, he's stuff. chilling. He's, he's fine. He's happy. Yeah. He's in his happy place. Yeah, um, he's, just, he's just old. But he got a letter, and um, the, the courier was only told that you can only give the letter to Elmer. 
You okay. Can't, you can't give it to anybody else. That's amazing. So he showed up. He's like, I got a letter for Elmer. And Ted was like, I'll give it to him. And he's like, no, no, I have to give it to Elmer. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Let's go. Let me go get him. So then we pull out this dog and the courier was just like, ah! <laughs> they were so excited. So we give this letter yes. to Elmer and Elmer's just happy to be getting pets. Right. Yeah. And uh, we opened it up and it was from one of the other build crew dogs. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was just like, Elmer, I had so much fun with you on build crew. Uh, I can't wait until tear down when we come off of our leashes and we can run around and chase each other. Holy shit. It's really funny. Cause if you turn around, it's already gone. But I just, as soon as we were wrapping up this story, I just saw Elmer walking towards command oh, center. Yes. There he goes. Yeah. He's like a little ghost dog. A oh little yeah. Desert ghost. He's just kind of cruising off, around and then he's gone. Yep. Off into the desert. Yeah. Love yeah. it. He knows where home is. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, oh, we had some burners this year. Did you? Yeah. All right. So um, Burning Man got canceled. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You meant we as an yeah, event. Yeah, as an event. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, we, we had a lot more this year than we than we normally would right. in the past. I, I think, think percentage-wise, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Burning Man got canceled, but Wasteland was like just over the cusp and yeah. we're way smaller. Yeah, so we way, could still have a festival. But a lot of burners came to chill here. Yeah. Um, a few of them were still very much in burning clothes, which is, you know, yeah. not part of our theme, but we helped them along. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we dusted them up, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you can still be burning, but you have to be wasted burning. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and then you get to lose stuff like the freaking boas and a lot of the tails and stuff like yeah. that. You know, there's certain, certain yeah. things that just kind of throw things off. Yeah. Anyway, I think they still had a great time. Yeah. I absolutely, I agree. Um, uh, early access build, uh, a couple of gals walked through the gate in very much a like burning man outfit. Yeah. It wasn't, um, it wasn't uh, uh, elaborate, bright colors, yeah. boas and tails and stuff like that. But you could immediately tell they were way too clean. Yeah. Um, uh, their outfits were very just, I, I would call it, we have a basic, you know, waistline basic. Right. It was very Burning Man basic. And okay. I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't know. And then um, within like a day and a half, I ran into them again and they had extra costume yes, bits on. Yes. Their makeup was done. Oh, I love it. Riding on the back of a truck, screaming at people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, they get it. They oh, get it. so good. And yeah. then I saw after, um, on Saturday night, after the main stage was closed, they threw up like this improvised um, DJ booth. Okay, yeah. And just a bunch of burners were over there just yeah, partying good. into the night. It was so cool. Yeah, so that was one of the big changes this year was the pit. Yeah. So the pit used to be over at uh, the D's. Right. And the D's is no longer here. And uh, Outpost 364, uh, like you mentioned, like the faceless merchants, you know, a lot of them are very introverted. And totally. they're like, can you not put the pit in our front yard? <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to do it on the main stage. Yeah. But the problem with the pit and all the music that comes from the pit um, it's very bass heavy. It's, it's very right. repetitive. It's very droning. And if it's facing the city, all of Wasteland city is going to get that, yeah. get that bass and that rattling and stuff. Um, but you know, the people there that are, you know, they want to enjoy it. They want the loud music. Right. So what we did this year was, um, at the end of the night when the bands are done, that little DJ tower pops up and the pit faces out the speakers face out into the desert. Love it. So they can go full volume all hours of the night and yeah. in our camp which is uh just on the other side of the atomic cafe from the pit we can have this conversation at this volume right. it was fine that was great yeah and yeah. uh going into my rv to fall asleep at 11 o'clock like an old man uh, yep. uh, <laughs> my walls weren't <laughs> rattling and my windows weren't rattling and it wasn't a uh -huh. base box i was just like oh my god we need to do this from now on yeah um which also did a really uh cool thing was as soon as the main stage shuts down the pit starts up right there on the spot 
and that energy transfers from main stage to pit and the party can keep going just seamless Great. seamless transition yeah so that was another problem with the pit being on the other side of the event not other side of the event but the other side of the city yeah pretty much yeah, um, it was it's a, a long it was walk a over there yep and if your camp is the other direction and you need more water or you need a place to sit down or something like that you're just gonna you're just gonna go back to camp oh totally so i think this worked really well it was really interesting to see it in play awesome awesome we still had some amazing vendors this year absolutely uh barter town was still fully loaded with Dinky all sorts dive. of stuff yeah um the, the texas barbecue was back texas barbecue was i saw back. A, i saw a, a slushy cart yes there was good. enough slushies good and I, it was great because uh during teardown yesterday i went i was walking to get my car and they were just trying to empty the machine so like you want some free slushies and i was like i'll take one i yes. took one on the way out and the way back i was like if you're just trying to get rid of it i'll take a few more i took three in my other hand good i, just, I came back to uh to the duke's camp and i just handed them out i was like share these yeah. guys yeah perfect yeah perfect so good yeah, i love it yeah so that was great um, who else was here? We had a, a ton of costume vendors, which is always yeah, awesome because that's where vendors. great way to like up your costume when you yeah. get here. Uh, Robert Harbin is one of the guys there in Bartertown. Um, gosh, who else? I don't know. Yeah, I'm blanking hard on this right? one. Right? This is tough. Yeah. I need a freaking map in front of me. Yeah. If only I had one. <laughs> I've got so many. <laughs> uh, I just saw one in here too. But yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to shout out as many things as I can, but if, if we're nope. missing you, please know that you guys were still such a big part of this festival. It was my favorite wasteland. Yeah. It seriously was. I got to put down the camera. I got to walk around. I'm so happy I for you, I got to man. wasteland as a verb. <laughs> it was great. This was uh, the year of wastelanding for you. It was. It yeah. truly was. Um, oh, and then uh, I almost forgot this. Blowhard made me part of his uh, bounty hunt. Oh, good. Yeah. So in order to take out Blowhard, you had to he, you had to like, go to three other people. Yeah. And like you know do a do a mission for each person. Yeah. Mine was just a, a message retrieval. So Perfect. I got a message from Blowhard. I gave one back. Yeah. And uh, two people made it to me. I was the last one. And then they had to go find Blowhard. And here's the great thing about it: in order to kill him, you had to knife fight him. Yes. He had two. Of I these, saw like, those knife fights happening. Yeah. Two incredibly soft uh, knives, yeah, right, with, the, with the tips yeah, dulled yeah. down, so you you couldn't hurt a, a child with this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, and then he would just ink the end, and he would literally knife fight you. And I'm pretty sure he lost both times. Good, good. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Yep. Oh, so good. Yeah, I love that guy. And he came and did it. He did That's a shanty clever. on the USO st stage too. Good, good, yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, and I uh, more Duke's news. We did induct Hot Shot. Okay, good. Yep. Um, we, well done. Congratulations, Hotshot. Yeah, she she was a great war chief. It was super. Um, we inducted her on Tuesday night before the event started. Yeah. It was kind of just for us and a few yeah, of the yeah, Main yeah. Street tribes. Uh, but we gave her, we roasted her. Good. It was so fun. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Anyway. Yeah. Wasteland. We did it. We did it. We did it hard. Uh, we did it too hard. And then we kept going. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I'm ready to go cry in a shower. <laughs> just going to lay down and cry. Well, the, well, yeah, get it all out because we're going to shoot your music video in, a, in like an hour. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, we got to go decorate this thing. Yeah, we have to move that piano. And... I know. Find some ashes. Yeah. It's going to be great. I was right. listening to the song earlier. I got my shot list. Okay. I'm ready to go. Are you? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yes. It's going to be great. This but is yeah. going to be fun. All right. We're going to go shoot. Uh, what's the song called? No Children. We're going to go shoot the music video for No Children right now. Yeah. Um, this will be out really soon, guys. So keep an eye on it. With how fast do you move? I can guarantee you, <laughs> it's gonna you, be quick. You're probably gonna be done before it's I get gonna home. be quick. I mean, it's gonna be pretty simple, but it's gonna be quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, guys, keep uh, paying attention to the Apocalypse Post. 
Uh, we love you all. Tim will, of course, be back again oh, real yeah. soon. Yeah, I actually can't get rid of me. Yeah, you're going to be on for a Wastelander stories. I mean, we just shared most of our stories. Yeah, right we, now, we we did. I can. Uh, I know I'll, we just scratched the surface. So I'm sure there's another story I can I can scratch up. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, also for you guys listening, I talked to a lot of you about coming on the show. Uh, if you've got a story that you want to share, or you have an information, you know, because we do a lot of different things with this show. We we tell stories. We teach people how to wasteland. Uh, we talk about uh, greater post-apocalypse. Uh, pop culture. So if you want to come on the show, just send me a message at theapocpost at gmail.com or jump on Facebook and send me a message at uh, facebook.com slash apocalypse post. And you can actually just send me a message and just tell me what you want to do. Because um, even though I'm not inviting you specifically, I'm looking for things to talk about and people to come and hang out with. Yeah, this is going to be two episodes in a row featuring yeah. the false prophet. Nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Yeah, no. They definitely don't want a third one. <laughs> this is. Do you want to lose viewers and, <laughs> and listeners? This is how you do it. You're amazing. I love you so I much. I love you, man. Oh, geez. This has been fantastic. Yeah. I also got to see you so much this year. It was great. So every good. time I turned around, you were there, and I was super excited. So good. Also, I gave you a coin. I know. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. You tell, we, do you want to tell them what that's all about? Do we want to tell it now? No, yeah. Got, no, let's I tell got, it later. Let's tell it later. Okay. 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 Uh, next time, Prophet Son, we'll, yeah. we'll tell this story. Or or we can just wait till you turn it in. Then we can tell the whole story. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because you, you, you do, I mean, you don't have to return it, but you, yeah. you can. And that'll add to the story. That ceremony was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I love you, man. I love you too. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Apocalypse Postcast. I'm Makeshift. That's Tim Cottage, the false prophet. That's me. Uh, make sure you check out Attack, A-H-T-C-K. Yeah. Attack, attack.com, attack on Facebook. Yeah, check Facebook. out their YouTube. YouTube. Attack, Instagram.com slash attack, YouTube.com slash attack. Yeah. It's all attack, A-H-T-C-K. Yeah, and seriously, amazing music. Dude, thank you so much. Absolutely. We had a great show. It was, it was fucking rad. Man. All right, guys. Well, if you enjoyed this episode and my newfound uh, Dave DeVore voice. Choice. Uh, Make sure you share this episode with your friends. If you hated it, share it with your enemies with a chained up crow relic with uh, bloody ink spots on it. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next time, survivors. Stay alive. Hey, survivors. Makeshift here to remind you that the Apocalypse Post is brought to you in no small way by our Patreon supporters. Join the ranks for early access and exclusive content with support levels now named for fancy Fallout-ridden factions like the $2 per creation Drifter or the $7 Wastelander. Knowing you've got my back has helped me dedicate more time to this channel, spreading love of the post-apocalypse, and less time on stupid real-world stuff. Sign up right now at patreon.com backslash theapocalypsepost.